Hey everybody, you're listening to Big Things with Zach Miko. On today's episode, I sit down with model and influencer, Addie DeValge. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the theme song. Welcome back to Big Things with Zach Miko. As always, I'm your host, Zach Miko. Thank you guys so much for being with me each and every Monday. It's been a fun time. It's Fashion Week, everybody. It's been fun. Did some partying, got to go to some cool stuff. Um, It's a lot of fun. Fashion Week's always a great time here in New York City, Uh, especially when you actually get to go to the events. But I only went to like one or two because... Luckily for me, I also went whale watching with my family. I know that sounds weird, but it was so much fun. I love whales. It was it was, it was a great, great time. Uh, <laughs> we got a great episode for you guys here today. I'm sitting down with uh, model, influencer, body activist, Addy Devage, everybody. He is awesome. He is so much fun. Uh, he came up around, I think I first knew about him like two years ago. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk to him be- is because he is like the biggest of the professional plus men out there. I think he wears a 5X. Um, and he just wears it with confidence and style, and he's such a great advocate for body positivity and for guys on the bigger edge of the spectrum. Um, so we had a great conversation, and I'm not going to keep on talking and keeping you away from it. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my interview with Addy Dubaj. Ladies and gentlemen, I am sitting down with my good friend, model, influencer, blogger, amazing person, Addie Del Valje. How you doing, bud? And I hope I said that correctly. Yes, you I did. practiced four times. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. Uh, so Addie and I, we met. I mean, officially, I think at last year's CurvyCon was the no, first time. No, it was three no. years ago. Remember, you went to the show I walked. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I met you at um, um, the Valare show. The Valare show, yes. exactly, which you were walking. Yeah, that was awesome. That was cool. So let's start from the very beginning. Yes. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Boston, Mass. Awesome. Whereabouts in Boston? Um, in the is, I live in the city in the South End neighborhood. Oh, cool. Um, I was okay, born so and raised there. Nice. Yeah. I actually live in Southie. My um, my mother's from Medford, or I mean, they were. Yeah, they're from Medford the whole time. So really? like, just right outside. Yeah, my whole family. Yeah, that's like 10, everyone, 15 minutes. Exactly. Yeah, everyone lives in that area awesome. from my mom's side of the family. So that's awesome. Um, where did you go to? Do you have any brothers and sisters? I know you have a sister. I have a sister, and I yeah. have half a sister. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I always think that's a funny term. It's I know. Like, it's like, I know what it means, but yeah. like, I'm always just like. Well, we met her uh, for the first time, maybe like, I want to say 10 years ago. Really? For the first time. Um, oh. We haven't communicated too much, but we stay in touch. Like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. person, yeah, not much, but yeah, we stay in touch. We met her for the first time like 10, like 10 years ago. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that was It good. wasn't like, like, how did that even come about? 
Uh, it's a per- long personal story, I guess. Good, good. We can we parent can... side. Exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> I was just making sure it wasn't one of those like you know, you and your sister went on ancestry.com <laughs> to make a family tree and went what the. Apparently that's exactly. been happening a lot, like because everyone's doing those like twenty three and Me things and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. But apparently, fairly often, <laughs> people are just like, "Oh, I have a sibling I somewhere have no like idea that North exists. Dakota or something," and you're like, well, "How?" <laughs> exactly, and they just find it because the both of you happen to put in DNA samples, and they're like, "Hey, just a heads up, your DNAs are like real similar." <laughs> that's weird, yeah. It's creepy, man. So awesome. So you're growing up in South Boston. Um, where'd you get to school? Um, in Boston as well. I went to I took elementary in my neighborhood. Um, I went to I went to uh, uh, a pilot high school. Public or Catholic school? No public. All oh, public. okay. Yeah. One, my high school was a uh, um, like one of those p- new pilot schools. Yeah, yeah. 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 But new England is famous for their Catholic schools. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they are. And like in my family, like my mom's family, who's all from Boston, they um, her she has like five aunts and uncles, and one's a priest and one's a nun. And everyone went to all Catholic school the whole time. It was just oh, wow. very, very Boston. Yeah, there's so. like two, like I think two or three of them, like literally like less than a mile from. Oh there. yeah, I feel like there's more Catholic schools than public schools in Boston. So. I think you're so right. many. Uh, awesome. Um, what was going to high school in South Boston like? Um, it was good. It was like regular high school. I think people think for me, high school wasn't like what you see in the movies. Like yeah, like it was just. Everyone was the same. It was, like, diverse. That's good. Well, that, yeah. that also comes with the benefit of going in a city. Yeah, I think exactly. No, exactly. exactly. Yeah, because I went to, I mean, mine, mine was pretty, di- my, my high school was pretty diverse. But um, I know, like, my, I have so many other friends who, like, our high school is very diverse. Mm-hmm. And then the town above us. Uh, I remember this graduating class had one black kid and I think two Puerto Rican kids end of list and like which was funny because we were only like a town below them and we were like completely across the board <laughs> diverse <laughs> i so. think it's like that in most major cities though like if you leave a little further up it's like yeah it's it really quick it's really yeah it's, it's really really quick and we weren't even in the majors so i went to high school in stratford connecticut which is right outside of bridgeport right um so i, I guess just our proximity to bridgeport gave us enough diversity <laughs> <laughs> just enough just enough i know yeah. it's really it's crazy how segregated neighborhoods get like yeah. the farther you go out like like even still i guess i understand how they started off that way like when the towns were settled it was like for my stratford connecticut was just a bunch of slovak people showed up so that's like a very large yeah. slovak population and i guess that's like that's how a lot of towns kind of like they are i was idea. just talking to someone like about the it's funny i was talking yeah. about someone yesterday like where i was from because people think i'm from new york every time yeah. Or yesterday, guy, like, are you from LA? Like eight times. I'm like, no, really? I'm from Boston, five hours away. Um, but I get it because I'm here a lot. Um, but yeah. we was just talking with someone, and she's like, um, "Is there like a lot of white people where you live in the South End?" And I'm like, "No, I'm actually the South End. When my grandmother first came from Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. that was where all the Puerto Ricans went. Really, the South End area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a there's like a little plaza called the Villa Victoria. Okay. And it's known for the that's like the Spanish like yeah yeah yeah. Like, what you call it like a like a little um, neighborhood yeah mecca of life yeah Yeah. and um but i think it's still kind of like that but there's a lot of gentrification going on so it's kind of like breaking up little by little no totally yeah but i was talking about yesterday like you know certain towns or like outskirt towns like 
I think people just when they come in, they go to where the people are. I guess. Oh yeah, I mean that's more what comfortable. You know, that's what like all major cities, especially yeah, neighbor like New York. You know exactly where you are. Like, I'm uh, I live in Astoria, which is a very Greek area. That's mm-hmm. where all the and now it's very diverse. But for you know fifty right. years, it was everyone Greek lived in Astoria, <laughs> yeah. and like it's it, it's in Greenpoint, Brooklyn was just like all Polish people for like a while. And it, it's funny, like, you know, Crown Heights was like all Jamaican people. And now it's yeah, just exactly. like, it's, it's, it's crazy. I think like, I'm sure like the last 10 years is like all a mixture of like, well, everything. it's also now with exactly with gentrification and whatnot, it's getting crazy because it's, I know our neighborhood, we have real estate developers coming in. Like, cre- like, I don't know who these condos are for. I don't know who they're finding to live in them. I don't know who can afford to live in them. Exactly. It's crazy. Like, the, the, right next to our apartment building, we, you know, we live in an old apartment building, and right next to it's like this brand new condo that I think a two-bedroom starts at 4500 bucks. And I'm just like, we're in Queens. We're not like... <laughs> yeah, but it's like, who can, like, live? But they, the, like, I mean, apparently... They can. I don't know where these people are coming from. I don't know where the money people are coming from. Exactly. I, think I always a, say that. I understand where people are coming from, but I don't understand where these people with an extra $4,500 a month in rent that's is crazy. going that's from. That's crazy. I, say this, I think the same thing. I'm like, how and where? I don't know. Crazy. They're figuring it out. Um, so you're in high school and whatnot. Were you always a bigger guy? I was, yeah. I, I, was, I was smaller. I was like a, a smaller kid probably until I was like, Eight or like nine, I want to say. Uh-huh. But then, you know, my body just started like doing its own thing when I started, you know, getting older. Mm-hmm. But major- like majority of my life, I've always been like a thicker, bigger kid. Yeah. Yeah. Was that any different growing up in high school? Like, did you have, ever have any issues with like bullying or anything like that because of that? No, you know what? I, mean, I get I get asked that a lot, and I'm like so grateful I did not have to go through that. Really? That Even is lucky. like. Uh, yeah, I'm like, that's what I'm would, saying. Because yeah. maybe my personal experience, it's not, like I said, it wasn't like a movie or something. That no, 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 totally. And I'm actually grateful. It's not, it was, I didn't have that experience. Good. Um, But no, I mean, even during like, when you're teens, you get into altercations in school. I mean, I oh, wasn't yeah, a fighter, yeah. but, you know, disagreements, but the word like, like fat or never came out of no one's, uh, no one's mouth or nothing that's great. like that. That's it was, good. I'm like, I've been really like lucky growing up like in schools that. I didn't have to deal with that issue. Well, thank God. Hopefully, yeah. you know, kids in the future also have that same experience. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Not everyone like is that. that lucky. Yeah. No, but that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so when did you start first getting into fashion and whatnot? I've always like, like I've always been into like, like fashion and style mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, I wasn't the best, but I was always something I attra- I was attracted to. Some, yeah. Growing up, I probably didn't dress like the best, but it was always like, I would always be like on 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 e channel like watching like the red carpet or like yeah. our fashion shows like like that was something that was always like i, I loved it so yeah. it's like i always like it was something i was always i was always attracted to um but like i it, it, oh, sorry so like when i first started like instagram um i just started posting regular pictures and stuff yeah and um it's just like blew up from there i think people like the the way that my clothes were fitting i'm like i'm just wearing a t-shirt and jeans was instagram the first um like public social media sort of thing you had i had that you started like putting your images out yes there? like yeah, like yeah. in that in that format yes totally yeah, yeah i had facebook but i wasn't using it for that it was just more like family and friends oh, i know 
Um, and then when I heard of Instagram, I got Instagram later, like later on. Yeah, I didn't start an Instagram until I started modeling because I was told to. Because they were like, yeah, you should probably start an Instagram. And Promotional like, purposes. I know. I had no idea what it was. I was really bad about like getting on the social media band. Yeah, I, I think I got, I got it like maybe like five years ago. Yeah, Probably yeah. the most. Maybe four. Yeah. So I, I was like, let me just post. And I started people posting like cool pictures. I'm like, let's just start posting similar stuff. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't see guys, like, where's the bigger guys at? Posting, like, these, like, street style stuff. Yeah. So I just started posting. I'm like, my outfits weren't the best. They were, like, t-shirt and jeans with sneakers. I'm like, I, I put well, what I what had. that's what you got, like, like, you're limited to. Yeah. Like, when you were growing up, what was, the, what was the things you would wear most often? Um, Growing up, <laughs> my favorite store used to be The Gap. Really? You were able to get stuff? The adult, no, but there was the adult section, like in my teens. Oh, gotcha, so I'm gotcha, like, gotcha. Because I was a weird guy, so I was able to shop in the men's section. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. every time my mom would give me a couple bucks like during the month, I'm like, I would spend it in the Gap. Really? I would get like the, the Gap t-shirt. I'm like, because everyone had it at the Gap I know. t-shirt. Or like their, their jeans or something. I'm like, just because it was the Gap, it was cool back then. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's how like I kind of like start. I, everything was like starting. I'm like. You know, I kind of like it. Then I started developing my own personal style then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I blew through those stores really, really quickly. Like, like there was like a, a small section of my life where I was able to shop in those stores. Yeah, literally. And then I just blew up past it very quickly and went yeah. right to wearing my dad's like LL Bean stuff. <laughs> just because that's what I had. Yeah, that for me that lasted probably more than two years. And then I, no more gap. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's rough. I mean... Yeah. So when you started doing, because you were just saying you were just wearing like a white t-shirt and whatnot, was it even hard to find that kind of stuff? Excuse me. Um, it was because I was like, I was like getting into like style, especially like the last like six years or so. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but where can I get like these cool stuff that I see people wearing? I want to wear like the modern stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to wear it like, you know, I love, I love a plaid shirt or whatever, but I'm like, no, what totally. About, what about those modern cut shirts I'd be seeing or the cool stuff? So I'm like, I just started like improvising and shopping in like certain areas. And I mean, my grandma teach me how to sew. Oh, really? Oh, I that did. is so smart. Like five years ago, she was like, I'm going to teach you. She was like, because I'm tired of sewing your pants and shirts. <laughs> and I just started getting stuff and improvising pretty much most of my looks. Even the basic ones, like I would just make sure it fit me the way I want it to fit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's smart. I wish I had learned to sew. We didn't have home ec class or anything like that in my high school. Or we were supposed to, but uh, the teacher had, like, knee surgery or something like that. So we never learned how to do anything. Oh, my God. And our all we did was go in, and our uh, substitute would show us videos on, like, food safety, which was always, like, a girl getting her hair caught in, like, a deli slicer. No. Oh it was, God. like, always really <laughs> really disturbing and rough <laughs> like what does this guy do with yeah it? and even he was just like i don't know what they're showing <laughs> you guys i'm sorry it's hilarious <laughs> oh man do you remember what the first couple things you started posting were when you first started branching out into more of a like a fashiony editorial type look like probably right before right probably like two or three years ago Okay. When I started getting like more serious, and so probably after I did that fashion show. Yeah, after Valer. That's when I started getting like, like, kind of like, yeah, after Valer, I'm like. So how? Or Valer, sorry, yeah. I can't. Yeah, Valer, yeah, Valer. Yeah, yeah. How did you? Um. So how did it, how did that happen? How did you end up doing that? Um. They well, I was posting pictures, my like street style pictures, and mm-hmm. he's been he was following me for a while, and then he reached out to me, 
And he was like, "We, um, I like your look. Um, and I want you to walk for my fashion show that I'm doing for the first time during New Year Fashion Week. And I'm like, me? Because that was the last thing on my mind. Oh, like, yeah. I never, modeling was far from my mind. I don't know. I always tell people, I'm like, it, being a bigger guy, when they were like, oh, did you ever want to be a model before? It's kind of like, I didn't think that was ever an option. I was like, I couldn't be a model no more than I could be an astronaut. It just wasn't a exactly, thing. Exactly. Exactly. Like I literally never thought about it for a single second. Facts. <laughs> just because it was like, no, that's not a thing. That's not a thing I could do. Like, and it's, it's really crazy how much the industry's changed in only three years. It has. It's literally the last three years. Yeah. And at the first I thought I was like, is this, is this like a fraudulent thing or something? I wasn't used to people reaching out like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's I, like, I going to ask me for money in two seconds. <laughs> right. Or well, I was scared if I showed up and it wasn't really like a real venue or something. No, I don't no, no, know. Exactly. I was like, I was, I'm so like CIA when I get stuff like that. I do research and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. As you should. Yeah. And um, I told my mom and I told my sister, they were like, oh, really? That's so cool. And I told a few friends, they were like, go for it. You have to do it. It's like during New Year Fashion Week. Yeah. So I was like, what do I got to lose? So I was like, sure, I'll go. They gave me a date, and um, I showed up, and there was a venue. There was a venue, and, and there venue. were other models. And there, there was other was models designer. there, and um, yeah, that was a, it. Was a it was a good experience. It was a fun show. It was a yeah. really fun show. There were there were other designers besides Valer there too, and I don't remember. I didn't even know. I thought it should be his show. I thought it was because it was too. my first fashion. Show. I didn't know how it was run. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. When I was invited to that show, it's like you want to come see Valer's stuff, mm -hmm. and I yeah, similar. I'd seen him. On, the only couple at that time, the only designers I'd really seen doing big guy stuff was him doing Valer and Brandon Kyle, and those were the only two, two. like indie, guys I those knew, indie like brands indie that brands were doing, doing it exactly. Doing it, yeah. So that was cool. It was a fun show. So what was it like going, had you ever, I know you said you hadn't, but, but it's like, so you'd never walked a fashion show before, I'm assuming, before that one. How did you go into it? Did you, did you practice your walk? Did you think about your walk or did you just kind of go for it? Uh, I did practice my walk at work because uh -huh. every time I would go to the bathroom, it was a long hallway. <laughs> okay. It was straight and straight to the bathroom, and it was quiet. Yeah. Um, because I worked the front desk, and I'm like, every time I went to the bathroom, I'm like, I was just, no one's watching. It's quiet. Yeah. I was just walk and walk to the bathroom since it was really long, and that was my perfect practice. Because my apartment is small, I'm like, this is the perfect. So no one would know I was practicing. I was just exactly. Like, and I'm like, there's no cameras, thing. no one's watching me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always took advantage when I went to, bath to the bathroom at work to practice my walk down there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What did it feel like? I mean, you know, it's during fashion week. You you know, you're not, it's not just you. There's all big guys walking yeah. in this show. Yeah. Uh, you know, coming from a world where you were told your whole life, like, fashion is this one thing. What was it like to be a part of a show that was so diverse like that? It was, like, mind-boggling, but it was, like, refreshing. Yeah. Because I'm, like... I'm like I'm wa I'm wanted or um needed for something that doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, so I'm like I'm here and for me it was a huge deal cuz I'm like I've never seen a guy my size walk or even be in anything related to fashion like that yeah. other than you doing like, you know, you was like pretty much doing the target and stuff. Yeah, but I was right around the same around time. Around the same I, time. I just started doing it. So yeah. it was like I'm like for me, it was like, is this real? Because it's really happening. And for me, I took, I, I, I was like, I took it as a big thing, and um, but seeing everyone that looked like me or kind of, you know, we were like similar, 
and they were all there. A lot of them was the first time too. It was, yeah. I think everyone was like soaking in the experience of like, wow, this is really happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was fun. And it's funny going from like such a small, because back then it was only three years ago there. We talked about it. There were no very, very few brands really focusing on a bigger guy. There were companies that have big and tall, but we've all tried them on <laughs> and they're not good right. and they don't fit and they're not good quality. It's kind of like a lot of these big designers will do like men's plus or big and tall clothing, but as like an afterthought, it's like they put no effort into it at all. That's so, true. so having in the last three years, you have these brands like you do have Valera and you have Brandon Kyle, but you even have like bigger box brands who are now starting to focus specifically on the bigger body type right because what happened is a lot of them started modeling with guys like us and they're like so what do you guys think of the clothes and we all go do you want to be honest because i'll tell you exactly what's wrong with it because no one's ever tried to fix these problems so now god we went from like nothing to now there's still so much farther to go, but brands are actually trying to design exactly. for bigger guys, exactly. which is a relief and so much easier to it, find clothes. Exactly, exactly. Like for me, like my stores were either DXL growing yep. up. Literally, I would go and they're so like they're kind of pricey at the time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, my, my mom would take me like you get just one outfit. I know you get one. Thing. Yeah, she's like one outfit, and um, she would take me like. Maybe, was that back when it was like? Because what are the two? Because DXL was um, casual, casual mail, mail when it was and, casual mail, and Rochester like combined yeah. to make DXL. So I, I would go there. She was like, because that was the only store that had pretty much my size and a larger range. Yeah, and then I would tailor everything when I got home, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like now you can shop online. Um, I'm like Target finally has my size. I'm obsessed yeah, with nice. Target right, like lately. Target's great. Yeah, new stuff I've never used to shop at Target, and I'm like same here. And, and like it, when they came out with Goodfellow, and they have a couple other brands now, they they really put a lot of time and thought into like what it's actually like to dress a bigger person. That's what a lot of these brands need to realize is every single day, um, regular straight size clothing stores are going out of business. Every single day, they're losing more and more money. Meanwhile, plus curve, big and tall, whatever you want to call it, are opening new stores all That's the true. time and getting bigger because as, I mean, you know, more than half of the, of the U.S. is considered plus size and it's silly not to sell us clothing. I just don't, I never understood the logic behind not providing something. Yeah, and it's like real bodies, like. Just yeah. people with real regular bodies that like fashion too. So it's like I tell people all the time. It's just like you know. I remember someone quoted me one time before the men's big and tall industry started taking off, and they were like, "Oh, well, you know, the women's plus is a twenty billion dollar industry." And I'm like, "For one, it should be way bigger, but twenty billion is still a lot of money." Right. And I was like, "Even if the men's industry only ends up being a quarter of that." That means somewhere there's five billion dollars sitting on a table that nobody's taking. It is so it's true. Just, it's just it's there. True. It's true. You can totally just. Uh, and it's like we're looking for everything. I was like, there's a lot of education. Like I always tell people, there's a lot of education involved in getting big guys to start shopping mm -hmm. because we've never done it before. Right. Literally, have never happened. All we know of going shopping is going into a clothing store, being told they don't have anything in our size yeah. and leaving. That's shopping to it's us. True. 
So uh, what, what do you think are some things that like some of these bigger brands can do to make their customers feel more comfortable and you know, and actually trying to explore their style. Cause we're all guys who have, you know, never explored their style until recently. Yeah, I think, and I think some of them are like really like pushing the envelope with their, with their pieces and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're improvising like trendy pieces, but also I think it's important to improvise like your basics, but that fit really well to yeah. all body types. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think like, some brands are doing that. Like ASOS is pretty good in doing that. Yeah, they do. Because they have, job. you know, they have like a mixture of like fashion pieces, but like, you can get your basics, but still look put together, you know? Yeah. And I think more brands can probably do that um, more because yeah, yeah. I think, I think fit, even people want to be stylish, but I think fit is so important because that's when you know it's like, oh, you look sharp, you look put together, even totally. even wearing a t-shirt and jeans. What's the biggest part of fit and stuff that you buy that gets on your nerves? Um, pant legs. The width. Really? Yeah. I don't know it's why. It's so weird. Who they think these legs are. Like, I'm like, I'm a, I, I'm a big dude. Like, I know that for sure. And I have pretty <laughs> thick legs. Yeah. But I order my, get my size, and yeah. the legs are either super long. Because I have, I'm, my torso is probably long, longer than my legs. So I yeah, have short yeah. legs. And, um... Literally, I cut like this much of length. Jeez. Because I'm like a 27 or something. Really? Like, like an like, inseam? <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I cut this much, but then the leg is like this. Yeah. And I'm like. It's, for, for our people at home, he's holding his feet about, it's about, about two feet apart. Yeah. So it's literally. Yeah. And, and like my grandmother, when she's a so she's like, why are they so big? She's like, you're big, but you ain't that big. Well, that's the thing is that it's, it, it's that feeling of it became as an afterthought. So like what a lot of these yeah. brands do is when brands are making a sample size for guys, they usually aim around a medium um, like shirt size. They aim around either like somewhere between 28 and 32 is their sample waist size and you know, like a 30 or 32 inch pant. So because of that, what they do is for bigger guys, they, instead of, seeing how our bodies change and how the dimensions of our bodies change. They just take that size and keep making it bigger, which doesn't make sense. And I tell people that all the time, like I'll get a shirt and be like, listen, I'm a big guy and I'm very happy that this shirt fits me in just my chest, but it does. And that's nice. Mm -hmm. However, uh, you didn't make the neck hole big enough. So I still feel like it'd be a joke. Exactly. And for two, how big do you think my arm is? Even if I was a bodybuilder, I was like, nobody has 32 inch biceps it's, it's just like, just hanging out there. It's, I was like, even if I was like, even if you just added one more fit model, like d do that scale up. Cause I know it's easier. If you scaled up, you do your medium to even XL cool mm -hmm, do mm -hmm. your thing. And then you have another fit model for your double X to six X or eight X or however high right, right. you can comfortably go. Which is also an interesting question, because you and I have talked about this before. Um, mm -hmm. One of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, and one of the reasons I... Hold on, I'm taking my hat off. Yeah. But one of the reasons I like your look so much, and I like what you do so much, is you are one of the bigger guys. You are definitely one of the biggest guys doing this professionally right, right, right. now. So... There's a lot of, you know, you wear different sizes than I. Like, what, what would your average t-shirt size be? Um, I'm usually between a 4X, 5X, depending on the fit and material. Awesome. Yeah. So, like, you know, you're wearing, like, a 4X to a 5X. For how, 
there's, I have a huge issue with brands that aren't inclusive in size. And there are a lot of brands out here right now that are making the pitch to be inclusive and saying they're inclusive and then not going even close. Like all these people that say they are now size inclusive, Isaac am their largest size and they don't fit me very well and they're pretty mm-hmm. small. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what, what do you think is an actual inclusive size range? For me, with and, and speaking from experience from people that reached out to me as mm-hmm. well, they're probably a little bigger than I am or my size. Yeah. They're just regular people. I think realistically, like going to like at least, at the least, maybe a 7X. Okay. At the least. Or you maybe, know what the measurements on a 7X are by any chance? I'm not too sure. What's your jacket size out of curiosity? Um, I did my measurements. Just, oh, maybe on my phone. Um, because <laughs> i don't wear i don't wear suits no no, no of course I or, or like you know just your chest measurements in chest measurements is like a 62 64 okay so 62 so, 64 yeah. so so it, we, that's around a 5x you'd say yeah this is like a 5x and like a good tailor jacket yeah. so like if they go up to 7x you're talking like 70 ish is that is that accurate i don't even know i don't know i i get measured but i don't know like the like the official numbers they put on the tag no no no, totally. because yeah, i don't wear suits so i don't wear ja- like blazer jackets because i never find none yeah so well, that's why prob- that's why i don't know well, my size. And that's, the, that's the biggest thing <laughs> oh, oh god i'm glad you brought that up because that's people always ask me like zach what can i do to you know dress more? i'm a big guy what can i do to dress more stylish and i said the first thing you have to do is you have to measure yourself and you have to find your true size because i grew up not knowing what size to wear at all because this, there's a sensitivity around size for guys that are bigger. And I know for me, you know, the number matters a lot. And if mm-hmm. I go higher in the number, like for a long time, it was me being super disappointed in myself mm-hmm. that I was now at a higher number and now going up. And I tell guys all the time, it's like, you need to not, it's tough, I know, but you need to not worry about the number. You need to not worry about that because if you get a higher number, in your pant size, say, you know, you go in and you're like, oh, I'm a 42. And the guy measures you and he goes, mm, you're a 46. And he's like, no, 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 I'm a 42. I'm like, yeah, but that's because you're wearing something that doesn't fit you correctly. You're wearing something that's too tight. If you notice, you have that constant red ring around your waist of I the thing digging that. into that you. That used to happen to me because yeah. it's all I was able to find. No, totally. Yeah. And that's the thing. And so you're left with that and you're like, no, 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 I'm definitely a 42. And you're kind of like, I understand the struggle and I understand that you want to be a 42, but I promise you, if you buy these pants that are 46, that this guy say, it's going to look slimmer. It's going to look better. You're going to be more comfortable. You're going to be more confident. You're going to forget about that number so quickly. But Mm -hmm. so many guys are like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a 42. I've been a 42 my whole life. And you're just like, okay, well, if you say so, no, but you're right. You're right. And also it's like, you could be a 42 in some random company's vanity sizing that you had no idea about. Because that's a, in the whole fashion industry, like my way, I, I wear a 42, mm-hmm. right? Um, and if I actually get measured, my waist is like 46, 47 inches, but size wise for a lot of people, they vanity size it down a little bit. So I'll wear mm-hmm. a 42 and it's kind of like, cause that's originally like women's sizes, you know, two, four, six. Right. They're almost entirely made up. They're just Pretty random. Yeah. Whereas men's originally was based on inches. 
and numbers, then even yeah. their things. So like they started cheating them a little bit because you know, you know, you guys feel better. They shouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's the argument that I'm trying to make. Is the number doesn't it matter. doesn't matter as long as you're comfortable. Exactly. It fits. <laughs> it's like you're fit. You, you need to just feel better. So so what do you think is a reason guys are so reluctant to take fashion advice? I think because they're so used to not seeing or like being around like all this fashion stuff, they probably thought about it or liked it. Like me, I loved it, but didn't have the access to like be stylish or, you know, wear the stylish. And I think they're just so used to it. And the media has like whatever they portrayed, it wasn't what they were seeing. Yeah. I think a lot of us have that in their head. Like, I'm just, like, they'll give up and I'm, I just, I'll, I'll do, I'll work with whatever I have. Yeah. So it's like, which is sad because it's like now, like the last couple of years, there's more options for us now. I see so many guys. Yeah. yeah. I see so many guys walking down the street, like kind of looking like, you know, shabby. And I just look at them. I'm like, I know it. I know why you're wearing that. I know why you're dressed like that. I can make you look so much better if you just let me. Yes. Just because I know, I know where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. I know what you did for so long. I was, I think middle school, I wore a hoodie wear a Harley Davidson hoodie the every day for the entirety of middle school just because like it was the one thing I felt like somewhat okay in and, and it's funny you said that yeah I had a hoodie um that or like either a hoodie or a sweater vest yeah even in the summer I would yeah I would have it on I would wear this I would I wore a hoodie all through the summer even though I was so hot because <laughs> because this bigger guy I run hotter anyway I'd just be sitting there yep. sweating but it was a cover up it was just there's a lot of, you know, personal shame involved, or at least back then, we're, what we're, this whole body positive right. movement is trying, is trying to lift that shame off of anyone else coming up behind us. Yes. But, like, there's so much shame involved in being a bigger person. And I wore, I wore a hoodie all, every single day, summer, winter, no matter what. <laughs> That's crazy because I had, like, this, this blue, like, vest. And I liked it because it, back then it was, like, more, I was more insecure because, you know, yeah, my, you know, I wasn't as I was confident as you say as I am today. I'm like, it hit everything. It would be 90 degrees. My mom would yell out. She would wait. She would send me to the store, and it's like 90 degrees. She would send me to the store to get like some bread and stuff up the street, and she yelled out the window one day, "Take that damn sweater off!" I know. Uh, we lived like on the fifth floor, <laughs> and I'm like, Leave me alone. It's like just stop. And I'm I know. Like, it's an emb- yeah, and I'm like, it's just like my comfort zone. I feel like. You feel comfortable. No. I feel comfortable. Nothing is protruding out. It's exactly. like, you know, no one is It looking. hides any curves or anything that, mm-hmm. you know, our younger selves were not that exactly. proud of. Exactly. It, it's, it's, it's really, there's so much like buried in there for younger, bigger guys yeah. that they don't even realize. Yes. Uh, so when did you first start being more comfortable? So you did Valer show. Now you're starting to actually get a bit of notoriety. You start getting written about in the BuzzFeed and Huffington Post and all yeah. that stuff. Because that's the way I discovered you is I found out yeah. about you before the Valer show because you and I were mentioned together in a story. Yeah, And I was true. just like, who's this guy? That's like, true. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. So so when did that, what did that feel like when you started getting some actual, some some big press people interested in who you were? Till this day, I still like get jitters because yeah. it's I'm still getting used to it. Um, but 
I was like, is this really happening? And I think it all started from, I guess, doing that show mm-hmm. three years ago. It kind of like blew up like yeah. someone on a, on a stage, even if it was for two minutes, just someone walking of a size, of a particular size at least. Yeah, yeah. And um, ever since then, and I, I, the articles, people reaching out, let's write about you. Um, especially the last year, though, it was like has been crazier. Yeah, yeah. This um, last year, it's really been blowing up for you. Yeah, and um, but it's like for me, it's like overwhelming in a good way, but it's like I want to like soak up the moment and kind of enjoy it at the same yeah, time, yeah. kind of celebrate it. Like for I feel like for me, people think like, oh, that's not a big deal. It's just an article. I'm like, this is a big deal because yeah. I never had this growing up. I'm being that person to someone exactly that they don't have. Or see in freaking online, at least. Yeah. They can click and like, oh, you know, I I look like him. Look at him, you know? Yeah. So that's how, that's my mindset. It's like, I'm doing it for a purpose. Yeah. So it's like, I'm grateful for every time they want to write something. I'm like, of course, you know, if it's for something good, um, send me your interviews. I'll answer them, you know, as long as it's sending out the message that, you know, you can be and do whatever you want, no matter what size you are. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and that's the most important part of this movement right now is representation is the fact that a younger person can see someone like you or me or like Tess Holliday or Ashley Graham Mm -hmm. or whoever you personally relate yourself to and, or, or not even size, just, just all walks of life. You could look at a Hari Neff or a Jillian Mercado and like see yourself represented in media, in fashion for the first time. You don't grow up thinking of yourself as other. Exactly. You and I grew up, the only big guys were funny, and they did a lot of self-deprecating, hey, I'm fat humor, and, oh and, that, was, and that was it. That's who we had. We had that, or we were the villain, and like it was the bad guy. Yeah. You were Kingpin and Spider-Man or something like that. I think that's like so stereotypical, but it's like a true. Yeah. Because I was always a funny one. Yeah. Uh, oh. And I would always like me, and I still, do, I even to this day, like because I'm, I'm like, I'm so real, even with myself. I'm realistic. Yeah. I know I'm a big guy, so I make sometimes make a fat joke with myself, but sarcastically. And I, I think know. it's something I'm getting used to not doing so often. Dude, it's so hard to shake. It's, I still, it, it, I still do it, but it's not. But I'm not putting myself down. I kind of do it like as a joke. Like I'm just, I'm being real. I know I'm big, you know. No, I but know I still kind of try to like let me. That's like, true. I do that. I okay. I know what you're saying now because I do that too with her. Just like take a seat right there. I'm like that's very funny. Who? Where do you want? Yeah, stuff really like good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of like mix like sarcasm with it, which is the purpose. I'm not trying to shame my own self. No, exactly. Like I used to before, like in jokes and stuff, but yeah. it is something hard to shake off. Like, yeah. like you know. It's hard. I mean, that was a survival technique for bigger guys yes. growing up and for bigger girls was just to be the funny person because our media is showing us the only way fat people when we were younger were valuable in two ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were valuable as comedic relief. And they were valuable once they lost weight. Like, how many times did we have to celebrate Oprah for losing weight? And it was, and I love Oprah. I I think Oprah is one of the most amazing human beings in the world. But, all right, fella. Uh, I think she's one of the most amazing human beings in the world. But I wish she hadn't focused so heavily on her weight her whole life. Just because... I think she, there was there was some damage being done that she didn't realize. Now, mind you, luckily, like Oprah was always trying to lose weight and she was always trying to get skinnier and she was always, 
and, and she did help a lot of people by opening up. She was one of the first celebrities to really open up about her weight loss journey of like, you know, this is tough. This is what I'm going through. And it helped and it opened the door. I mean, in a way it opened the door for, for fat acceptance in a lot of way, mm-hmm. because we were like, Oh, this is a person who really struggles with this. Right. Cause uh, that, and how many times did like you or me, people come up to us when we were younger. It's like, you should just lose weight. And you're I like, get it to the day. I get it all the time. I still get yeah, it. Yeah. It's great. And, and you're less just like, yeah, yeah, I should. That's, that's great. Yeah. Well, no. And I get, and I get, I've been told that like, even I tell myself sometimes too, like I used to be a little bigger than what I am now. Mm-hmm. I used to be like almost 80 pounds bigger than this. Hmm. Um, but, um, but I, I lost it because, you know, health reasons. But I always, thing, yeah. yeah, and I always tell people, like, don't be ashamed. Like, even if you're, like, trying to be body, body positive doesn't mean you have to stay fat. No. I always tell them, you have to live, I think your health is always first. Absolutely. You know? Totally you can agree. Still, you can still be be body, body positive a size too. Yeah. I feel like this movement is for everyone, and I feel like, you know, you don't have to be, um, or, or be stuck in a certain body type or be a certain way to, um be able to embrace yourself and your health is first. If you that's need the thing. to lose weight, lose yeah. it. Body positivity is not just for big people. Yeah. And like, that's the thing is now the reason you see so many bigger people in the body positive movement is because we're the people who have been shamed about our bodies our yeah. whole life. So yeah. of course we're the ones flocking to it, but it exactly. really is for everybody. Everyone. That's yeah. the whole idea is just accepting who you are in the moment, not who you are. And, and, I'm sure you get the question too. How many people come to you and be like, "Oh, you are promoting obese. You're glorifying obesity by doing what you do." Oh my god, I get it all the time. Especially if I get an article put out. Yeah. People probably discover me there and I'll go to my page, or they'll put it in the article comment. I start reading um the comment section. Oh yeah, articles. no, it at took first, me a while. At to first, do that. me too. At first, um, but it's been like so many articles, but I don't. I read anything. my own comments on Instagram. Because then if someone says negative something, I'll respond to them on my Instagram. But when it comes to articles like on BuzzFeed or Huffington Post, I'm like, do not go to the comments Yeah, I section. had it when I first got um, the New York Post article. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, that was probably, like, really big. And um, my, my sister went and my few friends, and they were telling me, like, the article is great, but don't read the comment section. Yeah. Of course. I read the comment section well, a little you, bit. Yeah, it's And I'm like, just curious, and I'm like, it bothers, but it's like... I'm the one in the article, not you. <laughs> no, exactly. So it's like I'm, you know, and I know why I'm in the article is is to inspire. Yeah. You know, but um, they say you're promoting um like um obesity, but I'm like I've always been this size. I'm not promote. I you would never see me promoting. Yeah, unhealthy no one, lifestyle. No one's coming out here yeah. and being like everyone should gain weight. Wait, yeah, everyone let's go to should, the McDonald's drive-through yeah, right now. Like, exactly, every day. Yeah. we're going to In and Out and Downing as much, yeah. and we're going to eat till we throw up. There's no promotion of obesity. It's us as by the BMI scale, obese people going like, "Hey, I'm still." like being alive and want to go through <laughs> exactly. my life. Exactly. Exactly. And like I used to respond to them, but I don't respond to it because I'm like my and my answers to your questions are all in my articles or in my I even put or in my if I post a picture I'll post something in my so it's like, you know, I don't explain myself, but uh, I also I like to people to know like the reason behind it is not to promote obesity ever. Yeah. You would never see me post anything that's promoting acceptance, acceptance as you are at the moment, you know, or whatever or however you want to celebrate that. And that's that's and there's a flip side to that, too, because you and I do talk. Oh, you know, we were talking about health because people ask me about my health all the time. And I always go 
Two things. For one, my health, none of your fucking business at all. Exactly. <laughs> it is exactly. my health. It is between me, my family, and my doctor. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> exactly. Usually the person asking me is the same person doing crazy unhealthy things in their life. But because I'm bigger, they're like, Ironically, they're yeah. like no, 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 I'm going to let you know. And I'm just like, dude, you're doing steroids and taking Molly and doing fucking <laughs> stupid, like, and you drink 30 gallons of booze a night. Like, you're telling me you're yeah. trying to ridicule me about my health? Like, exactly. Go away for one. And for two, you and I and other, everyone always says straight, like, no, your health is important and do it for you. And if you want to lose weight, it's, you're not not body positive. Exactly. I remember people came at Ashley Graham at once when she, because Ashley Graham had lost some weight and people came at her and they're just like, why are you doing this? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, everything you said was a lie. And she responded, she's like, this is, she gets. First and foremost, this is still my body, and I'm doing things that it's make true. me feel comfortable. And just because I enjoy working out because I feel better about myself when I work out, fuck you. Well, I mean, she didn't say fuck you. She's yeah, much classier but, than I am. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. But it is. It's one of those. I, we, we've gotten in like this culture of like extremism where you have to be all the way on one side or all the way on the other. And if yeah. you, you, if you do anything like I, I don't post many pictures of me working out. I don't, you know, I go to the gym, some, not gym. I like fitness classes. I don't like the gym. Yeah. 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 I go to the gym and I don't know what to do. I, <laughs> I mean, I know what to do and I fucking hate it. Like, yeah, you're like, where do I start? Where do I start? I don't know. And I spent most of my time just like going to the gym and lifting weights. And I'm just like, this sucks. I hate doing this, but I've <laughs> slowly learned um, you know, through friends and through my wife that I like group fitness classes. So I, I think start, a lot, it works for a lot of people. Yeah. I think for it, me personally, it's, it's better it's structured and you know what you're getting into. It's structured. I know what's happening, but I still can go to the back of the room and like, I don't have to be the center of focus. Like mm-hmm. there's like, that's why I don't like personal training. Cause I'm just like, leave me alone. I don't want yeah. to do this. <laughs> Exactly. And they're like, push. And I don't like anyone who, I don't like the drill sergeant method. I don't like someone who's mean to me. Like, right. uh, That's why I have like certain classes that I take because I love to do it because um, the instructors know my limits. Mm -hmm. They are kind. They know. Anyway, but, but, you know, I try to, I don't post many of those pictures because people, We'll kind of, I've even had people come at me and I'm just like, no, no, no. My, my goal in showing you me doing this stuff is to show you that big people are capable of doing anything. anything and staying active. I think it's important. Like I'm not a gym person or, or someone that, you know, I have a gym membership. I've yeah, never yeah. gone to the gym before, but I do like to stay active. I'll, yeah. I'll walk or I'm a big walker. Yeah, yeah. I like to stay moving. Um, I, I think I'm pretty active for someone my size. Totally. And I, I try to like see, be on the move all the time and like. I always try like be like I won't catch I won't catch an Uber this, to here I'll just walk it like yeah. you know I try to stay active when I know I'm you know that I think it's important that you keep your body going absolutely no matter what size you are I no, think that's and important I, and I think that's very important and, and like and when I talk about that kind of stuff is is you know us going like hey listen we're big people and we're letting you know that being a little more active makes us feel better maybe it'll work for you too yeah. if you don't want to do that that's your that's, fucking business and that's okay yeah, yeah exactly like, yeah you know you do whatever you want people to like do. compartmentalize movements like that like i was watching an interesting yes. uh, i can't remember the name of the article i was reading but it was talking about how like if you 
disagree like with a movement if you disagree with their method in any small way you are worse to them than the people who the movement's actually against and the people who are like it's so true because people are very like you know like really strict about it yeah well you're not doing this if you like i said something about um i had people come at me when i posted a you know a bathing suit picture and I think I put Free Willy as one of the hashtags, but I, I, I thought one. it was fun. I thought it was funny. And I had people just coming at me from the body positive movement, just being just like, how dare you do this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm making a joke about myself, and I'm not even calling myself fat. I'm calling, I'm swimming. It's fun. Like, it's a, it went with the photo. Exactly. That's all it is. Exactly. It's not, but, it's not deep enough for you to, like. But people get real harsh on that. And that's one of the things I think are causing so many um divides in our culture politically like our, the yes. political divide in our culture is stronger mm-hmm. than ever and it is worse than ever and it's because both sides are unwilling to budge or discuss exactly. on anything and then if you're like you know because i lean very left and but if i go a little bit to try to understand what's happening exactly. on the right the people from the left oh come at God. me it's like oh you're rationalizing what they do i'm like i'm not rationalizing i'm trying to figure out what the fuck they're thinking because they're still in our society and we have to live with exactly. them. And if I understand where they're coming from, at least we can have a dialogue about it. Of but understanding something, you know. Just all of a sudden, compromise and reasoning is, is no longer part of our society and it's driving me insane. It is. It's, it's like really like, it's crazy because it's like, I always tell people like, you have your beliefs in the movement or whatever you want to yeah. do. There's no wrong way to celebrate what you want to celebrate exactly you do it the way you want to do it. i celebrate it differently than you celebrate it exactly but and and, and it's okay yeah. and, and if i don't agree with something i'm not gonna be like zach blah, blah, blah. you know it's know. like it's really it's really <laughs> it's like that's Period. how zach want to celebrate his body or or whatever yeah. he's doing and that's okay exactly you know, no one should tell you how you should how you should celebrate yourself yeah so you want to put hashtag free willy, you put hashtag free willy. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love free willy. Though. <laughs> right. Oh, then I saw Blackfish and now I'm rethinking free willy. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that movie? No. Oh, I've heard of it so though. so terrible. Dude, um, it's real bad. It's real bad. <laughs> oh my God. Orcas eat a lot of people. That's what oh. we find out. But not in real life. Orcas only eat people in captivity. Like... <laughs> This That's one, hilarious. this one telecom ate like two people. Like it was, it oh was my God. because it's terrible because they're going crazy because they're kept in, you know, these are animals that swim thousands and thousands of miles at a time and you have them in a 40 foot pool. Of course, they're going to lose their mind yeah. slowly. Yeah, exactly. And that's what happens. I went whale watching this. I know this has nothing to do with it. I know, but, but I went whale watching. Sure, yeah. oh, it was so, it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. I never went whale watching because I was so afraid to. I've had so many friends tell me they didn't see anything. <laughs> they didn't go up. I know hours, it's they true. Don't see anything? Yeah. I saw eight humpback whales. No way. It was you got the lucky. Craziest experience, because like, I've, I've, as a bigger guy, I've always related to larger animals. Like oh, my favorite mm-hmm. animals are like bears, whales, and gorillas. <laughs> like those are like, <laughs> I always just like go like in that direction. They're like, I really eat more of these animals. I They're just more do. Than- and like, I don't know. There's something like, God, I don't want to say religious, but it was something like, <laughs> so like spiritual about seeing yeah. these whales that they're just, 
Yeah, it's I heard crazy. if you're lucky to spot them, I heard it's like a really great experience. It's so nuts. Right it's there. so nuts. And you only kind of see their backs. Like they don't really, that you know, there there are every now and then they breach where you bit. see them like jump out of the water. Mm-hmm. But I never see, like I, there was one when we were whale watching, but I just saw the splash. I missed the whole oh. thing. Because there's no way to predict it's yeah. going to happen. You right. just have to be looking in the right direction at the right time and all of a sudden it'll just be like, yeah. Like, oh. yeah, I heard it's really good. Even just seeing their backs, it's like you just it's seeing amazing. how big they are. They're like, wow. so big. Yeah. They're the biggest animals. I mean, I mean, I mean, whales are the biggest animals. Humpbacks yeah. aren't, but like blue whales, the largest animal, but they're so huge. Massive. And you're just like, how do they? And they feed on the smallest creatures. It's, just like <laughs> it's, it's, it's nuts. That's awesome, though. You got lucky. Oh, I got so lucky. Yeah, that was I good. love that. <laughs> um,. So I want to talk a little bit about when was the first time, because I remember you and I had discussed this earlier um, in our careers where we both talked about how like posing shirtless was a thing that we weren't ready to do and was a little scary. Now that seems to be well off the table for both of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what was it like the first time you made a public topless uh, shoot? I think I took like me like five days before I posted the photo, mm-hmm. and like I'm like, should I post it? Like I don't know how it was gonna be received. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm like I'm not shaped like a regular big guy, but I don't. I I was just like overthinking. I'm an oh, overthinker. Totally. Even to this day, I'm an overthinker. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, because I kind of want to like branch. Like I wanted to be like, if I was gonna be in this movement, kind of want to like be like branch out and you know post different things that people you know can relate to. I'm like, yeah. They like the outfit. Um, so I was like, and I posted, I'm like, I like the picture. And like, I posted it. And it's just like, it got like a lot of like, I got a lot of positive feedback yeah. from it. Some of it wasn't positive because I don't think people are used to someone being so, and I'm like, I wasn't confident when I pressed click, but it was like, I just wanted to show that you can go, I, which one was it? Was it, it probably was a, outside or at the beach or I don't know if it was, I think it was the beach one. Yeah. When I was at the beach. And um, I told my cousin, take, take a few photos. I go home and see which one, you know, because I, I wanted to show that you can go to the beach, you go to a pool, and just enjoy the day like every yeah. other guy. Yeah. Regardless which how you look like or what you I got to the are. point where it's like, I cannot be the guy wearing a T-shirt in the pool oh anymore. I was That was, that to me is the ultimate sign of like, a sad bigger guy is like even now when I see guys yeah, you know you wear a shirt in the pool I'm like oh buddy I was there I was so there I still am part of me is still there like every time I have me to too shirt, I have my like, I, my days I'll wear like a tan top yeah yeah it depends you know exactly yeah, but and, and like I always just feel I was just like man I remember that I remember that so much and I still feel that and there's still even now when I go in the pool, there's still part of me that's just like... It's like an anxiety. Yeah. It's like, oh, should I put my tan top on? I know, or, like, I know. And it's just like, oh, it's yeah. so... But I think that's normal and something natural to feel when you're not used to doing something. Even something so simple, which is crazy. Something so simple. Well, because we think everyone's going to look at us. People are yeah. going to make comments. And the sad fact of the matter is a lot of people do. They probably Because are, they're yeah. shitty. And, and But then, you know, you have to kind of be like, I'm not going to forgo my happiness exactly because of that and for so long you know we did we were just like no i'm gonna i was so afraid my whole life that i was making other people feel uncomfortable yes yes and 
because of that, I was like destroying my own life, mm-hmm. which is just stupid. And, 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 yeah, and it, because it, you're not living. Yeah, you're, you know, you're not living like normal. I've lived more in these last three years than I have in my entire life because for the first time, you know, as an adult, I'm I'm okay with everything I do. I do stuff, and I'm like, this is fine. I don't. And they're normal things. Yeah, they're just normal <laughs> things. This but, is, you know. But you're like, for you, it's like something like a huge step. Because oh, yeah. you was able to do it before. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean now it's just like, for example, yesterday, uh, I bought <laughs> or two days ago, I bought a Cape Cod sweatshirt because it was way colder than I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Literally just you know a twenty dollar at one of those gift shops right. thing. So I put it on over my shirt like before I buy it to make sure it fit because of course even in these little gift shops like I walk in there right away they're like what size are you, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like I need like a 2 or 3x so they're like alright well here's the small table with the three things you could buy and I'm like okay cool even here all these uh, options all these options <laughs> so I grab you know just a regular Cape Cod and I put it on and I'm like alright it fits and I go to take it off and my whole shirt comes with it and I couldn't get it to like where I could like leave my shirt on and not take this off. And I remembered thinking to myself like three years ago, this would have been an extreme panic situation for me that I'm suddenly topless in front of all of these people. And I'm like struggling and trying my belly and my chest is hanging out and I'm trying mm-hmm. to like just, you know, get out of it. It's so crazy to me. But those situations are so relatable though. Oh. It's like the small like situations that, yeah, your skin that you a part of your body you're not used to exposing unless you're probably just home or something. Yeah, um, and even that case at home, like I would still be covered up. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, but like like just to take your shirt and like, <gasps> and you a know, little of uh, my rolls are showing. I know. Like, For me, it was I was like full down, and I was just like, this is annoying right now because I'm just trying to straighten out my shirt. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, three years ago, this would have been a full blown panic situation. Probably leave the sweater. And just yeah, yeah, out. yeah. I'd just been like, we're done. <laughs> It's yeah. really now I like challenge myself to do that all the time. Like yeah. I take my shirt off randomly now, but it, it, it's usually in a changing situation. I'm just me like, too. yeah, let me just do it real quick. And like I never, you know, at shoots they always have like a little dressing room for us. I don't, but there's this weird unspoken thing in modeling where it's like, yeah, there's a little changing area, but. <laughs> If you don't use that changing area, the whole day goes a lot quicker and a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're running back there every time, the day gets way longer. Yeah. But if you're willing to just go. Slip on and go. And I learned, you know, it took me a while to learn to just yeah. be like, no, just change. It's fine. You know. You get used to it, especially if you're around people that are not there to judge you. Like, I'm you not know? going full naked. I'm yeah. not taking off my underwear or anything. I'm not doing anything that I feel is violating. Yeah. It's or- stuff that I used to feel was violating, but now I know. I have no reason mm, to think that. I'm just changing my shirt. Exactly. <laughs> but back then, you would be like, no. I know. I need to go to the back. I'll be back. I need yeah. to go to the bathroom. Yeah. That's the same thing with me. Like, Oof. if I've done shows or I'm do- or a photo shoot, I'm like, I should change right there. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, it yeah. is what it is. And it yeah. takes a while. And I, But even now, like, I make a joke every time I do that. And they're like, you can go back there if you want. I was like, no, nah, I don't have any shame anymore. Yeah. And I say that, but I, also, I don't mean it as in, like, a, there's something I should be ashamed of. I right. mean it in a, I, this used to freak me out, and it so doesn't. <laughs> yeah, rather, exactly. Now, but, I'd be like, I wear my nice underwear today, so we good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, eh, let's go. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, so you're super stylish. I love the way you do. And now that Thank you're you. saying that, um, 
you're doing a lot of your own tailoring, it makes even more sense because I'm always jealous of you because I'm just like, how does Addy find him better fit in clothes than me I all get the it time? All, I get it all the time. That we do get it. I'm like, I, tell, I get him at... I tell them where you're getting, but I, tell, I tailor them to yeah. fit me this way because they won't fit me this way. Yeah. I, I will probably be wearing bell bottoms in my photo. No, totally. And yeah. that's what I'm always just like, I'm like, how is he getting all these great fitting clothes? That yeah. makes so I much think more sense. I think fit is so important, especially when you're a bigger guy. Oh, like, yeah. I don't want to make myself look bigger than what I already am. So yeah, if, yeah. I, if I can make it fit and I get questions like, where do you get? I, even to this day, like, I posted the outfit I wore for KirbyCon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, where do you get that outfit? I'm like, Half of it I already had in my closet, and I just put new pieces together, but my pants are all tailored. Like, my pants, I get a lot of comments on my pants because yeah. of the fit. Because well, it's hard like, to find. Because they're hard to find because they don't and make them that style. They still don't make they them don't that make style. Sl- and they don't make, like, slim or tapered fit for bigger guys. They don't. I've had, I had one client one time tell me that they're like, oh, but we don't think a guy would, you know, a big guy would buy something called slim fit. And I'm just like, Why? Why wouldn't no, you? No, they love it. They want it's it. It's just like, that's the only thing we want to buy. No one, don't get, everyone. They don't want skinny jeans. They, don't they want, just want, they want something that. They want tapered. F- and tapered, that's what I always yeah. say. Yeah, they want them fit. They want it just to, you know, go. They want that modern cut look, you know. The big guys want to wear what everyone else is wearing. wearing. That's all it is. It's really not hard. They want, you have no idea. I get all the time, like, it's like, until this day, like, brands kind of do it, but then they'll go to a certain size. Yeah. For that specific style. I've seen it. For that skinny style or like that taper look, they'll stop like at a forty. Yeah. And I, I, cause I've shopped and I'd be like, oh, they have. I'm at the big hot, big tall session. I'm like, ooh, they have a slim fair, skinny jeans fair. Yeah. But then I go click the bar and I'm like, oh, and it goes to a forty. I know. But then the other styles go up to like a sixty-two, and you're like, I have to tailor them now. The super stretch denim has saved my life because I'll because they don't have my for one. They normally don't have my size, but these things are so stretchy. I was just like, yo, I can get two sizes smaller. Obsessed with stretch. No, I'm obsessed with stretch jeans. Oh, it's I will not wear regular denim. Like I, I so constricting for me. It was constricting. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I like the. I mean, I understand like the look of the raw denim and whatnot, but I'm just like, this is so uncomfortable. And yeah. I guess maybe if you are, you know, completely like straight skinny, it's comfortable enough, but for big guys, anything with any restriction no is terrible. Because it's like, it's, we got more stuff to move around than you guys do. Exactly. So because of that, if there's no stretch in the gene, that means there's a way. Because yes, full disclosure, s- standing up, this fits me great. But I cannot sit down in these pants. <laughs> and I can't so do and it drives me nuts. It's so true. And then when you get up, they, if you're sitting for a long time, now they're all like stretched out funny. I know. Because you put so much pressure, especially if they're more tailored to you, even that case, they're like, oh. I know. And you're like, oh, this sucks. Because if they had stretch, you God, wouldn't have to worry about it. As soon as I found out what stretch jeans were, I bought them. It was for... I bought so many pairs just like off the I found like one company that made it in my size now mind you I was their biggest size but I knew they made it in my size and I bought like seven pairs of jeans yeah, I don't like blame off the thing just I because I was just like you. I need this is going to change my whole life <laughs> I, I, when I found some stretch jeans my size um, I don't know what brand it was like it was a few months ago I was just like shopping I'm like I need jeans yeah because I'm a I'm, I wear a lot of black especially the black bottoms totally and um and I'm like, these are stretch, and it has two percent spandex. I know. So I bought a pair, and they they fit so good. I mean, I still tailored them a little bit. Oh, of course, um, which yeah, is yeah. fine. But the fit, like overall, and I'm like, I order like three more. Well, what I want to, <laughs> what, I think what people don't realize, and I always feel like I'm lying to people a little bit, 
because everyone's just like, oh, well, of course it fits good to your tailor. I'm like, listen, as someone who does a lot of advertising work, my clothes are tailored. I'm not wearing the off-the-rack clothes. I get there, they give me the off-the-rack clothes, then we do a fitting, and then they tailor them, and then I shoot them. And, and that's why they look so good. And it's, I know it's, it's, it sucks, because you're like, well, it's not going to look like that. I'm like, well, yeah, it's not going to look. I have a professional tailor <laughs> right. fixing it for me. The, but, you know, you got to make your own style and you got to do stuff. If you want it more fitted, you do have to learn how to sew or something or take it to a tailor. Yeah. There's some tailors that are super expensive. Like if you want to get your suit tailored, that's going to cost you a lot of money. But a lot of times if you just want like them hemmed or like take a little bit of lift out of the jeans, they don't cost that much, but right. much money. Yeah, I think people ask me, like, I always tell them, importantly, is improvisation. Yeah. And invest in a tailor. I am such a huge fan of, like, the cuff. When that when cuffing the bottom of your pants became stylish, yeah. I was like, perfect. I just saved so much money. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> now I can look cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So what, what are some things, because we're almost done. Yeah, apparently there's a building on fire. Um <laughs> Anywhere you go in New York City, like there's the constant din of like of horns and sirens at all times. Yeah, you can't. Wait. And I don't even recognize them until I put on the mic and put on headphones, and then I go, "Oh yeah, it's <laughs> noisy as shit in this city all the time." Uh, but what's some advice you would have for some guys that see you and want to? be more stylish besides learn how to sew because no, yeah. even though that's a fantastic piece of advice we both know 99% right. of people won't do that I think the biggest advice I can do is like try to step out your comfort zone a little even if it's just a little bit yeah like maybe you want to get that colorful shirt yeah for during the summer that you wouldn't wear a floral shirt like even even if you step out a little bit of your comfort zone just to because you're in in reality, most of us want to look stylish, mm-hmm. and and you want to look, you want to wear maybe a trendy piece or something. I think it's more important point advice is like step out your comfort zone a little by little. You'll you'll be surprised the reaction you'll get, yeah, um, and mostly positive. And um, again, they probably won't learn how to sew, but invest in a tailor or your local like. Um, most of your laundromats will laundromats, you, do the yeah, tailor. tailoring. Like, and they won't fit a suit to you, but exactly like like slimming a pant leg or doing a hem is not a problem. Yeah, it's invest in a tailor. Like, and if you can afford, if you can't, it's, it's, it, most of them are pretty cheap. If you can afford to do one pair at a time, yeah, or something. Um, and I think that's the biggest advice I can give. Like, step out your comfort zone and invest in a tailor if you want to look as stylish as you want and you want to create the look that you want. You kind of got, especially us, we kind of have to put effort in investing in certain things, unfortunately. I know, but it's getting better. They're doing, there's a lot of great brands doing a lot of great things to kind of move forward. Now, some of them aren't moving as far forward as we would like, but, you know, you kind of have to to know it's coming in a way. Right, right. Like, I know there's a lot of brands right now that are making the step to go up to, like, say, like, 4X or something like that. Which is a great step because they didn't have that before. before. But it's like one of those frustrations where I'm like, yeah, it's not quite enough. Mm-hmm. It's, you're still mm-hmm. leaving out a lot of people. A lot. You'll be surprised. Like I feel like it's moving. The, the especially for the guys, it, like you said, it's like yeah. it's getting there. But it's still like an offer and like a forgotten um, like audience of, or group of people that yeah. are still like holding on to like that string of like. I know. Hopefully, eventually, you know, something for me. 
will come up in one of these brands or something, you know, that are, you know, so it, I think brands hopefully sooner than later realize that and start like expanding their styles and sizes so everyone can be able to look how they want to look. Yeah. You know, and I think it's happening, but we, in yeah. the meantime, it's like, we have to be patient and creative. And I think <laughs> creative. creative is the best thing because that's what style is. Style is your own creation. When you put together an outfit, whether it's picked for you or not, you're going to wear that outfit differently than anyone else is exactly. going to wear that outfit. And you're going to carry it differently and you're going to give it life in a different way. And it's an art form. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know. It is. I, and I, 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 this important word you said is how you carry yourself. Yeah. It's really important because it'll show like you're confident in what you're wearing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's definitely a key word is how you carry yourself. Hell yeah. Yeah. Annie, it's been so good talking to you. No, thank you this for is, having me. It was a pleasure. Of course, man. I'm so excited so for fun. this. I can't wait to see all the big things that are coming because you're yes. just you're on a roller coaster right now, and yes. I love seeing yes. it. I can't open up my browser without an article about you lately. So yeah, it's, been, it's been it's been crazy. Sometimes I feel like I said too much, in my, but I'm like I have to celebrate this because it doesn't happen often. No, and, and you're one of the few that out there that are like forging your own path, and I applaud you for that I so much. It. And it makes me so happy to see how far you've come in a few short years yeah i appreciate it it's amazing everyone please follow addy on social media uh at you spell it <laughs> it's at addy del Valle underscore it's a d y d e l v a l l e underscore perfect uh follow him on all the social medias he's amazing and we're gonna talk to you later and we'll see what's happening man thank you all right brother bye What a great time. Thank you, Addy, for coming on. Everyone, please follow him on all of the social medias. Please follow us at Zach Miko, Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O, on Twitter and Instagram, on our Facebook at facebook.com slash bigthingspod, at our website, bigthingspod.com. Email us at Zach at bigthingspod.com and Josh at bigthingspod.com. What a fun time. Everyone, be amazing. Be your true self. Know your self-worth. Be the coolest person you are. And until next week, go out into the world and do big things.